blessings come in all shapes and sizes. From getting a blessing to giving a blessing, from saying good morning to someone, or even giving someone advice. Blessings come in any shape, any size, from anyone, anywhere. Today on Connect Talk with Ami Jawar, it will be a little different because Anthony Council is hosting, which is myself. And we're talking about Sunday social services, which occurred at Kingdom War Church. It was a phenomenal event at Kingdom War. And this week, this Wednesday through Friday, is the start of the revival for Kingdom War. And yes, yes, ladies and gentlemen, your host, Omni Jawar, will be back for another Connect Talk episode this upcoming Saturday. And I am very excited to listen and to hear what she has to say. Hope you guys enjoy Connect Talk with Omni Jawar. I'm your host, Anthony Council, and hope you enjoyed the episode. And we'll see you right back here, right after. Hello, Kingdom War Church. This is Anthony Council, part of Connect Talk with Omni Jawar. Today is the day the Lord has made, and we will rejoice and be glad in it. And today we are with some of the vendors um, here at Kingdom War today. And today we have a very special guest on Connect Talk, Miss um, Nestle Denman. How are you doing today? Wonderful. How are you? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. You know, today is uh, is, is, is a day for you guys, for the vendors to come yes, out yes. and to show off your businesses and yes. to, um, to you know, just to to show what you guys have and for us to show support yes. um, for you guys. So could you tell us a little bit about your, um, your company and your business? Yes. Bofay Candle Company is a... Uh, it's a Christian candle company where our goal is to lace your space and feed your faith. Yes, and it's interesting. Um, I had originally started a candle company when I was 29 and I had to push pause. Well, a little bit before I was 29, I had to push pause because of some health challenges. And then, um, try not to get emotional here. And then when uh, Bishop transitioned, I found myself in a very uh, lonely space, kind of dark space. Um, and I just had to find my way back to my happy place. And so I remember the things that made me happy and making candles, being creative in that regard, made me happy. And then I had so much had happened since uh, the inception. At that time, it was called Dimman Candle. And I thought to myself, if I had to share a message about what I've been through to anybody else, I would tell them to have bold faith. And that's how Bold Faith Candle Company came to me. I love that. I love that. Bold Faith, you know, that... It's, it, that that's probably one of the biggest things I've always learned about is having bold faith or yes. that crazy faith, you yes. know, because like you said, you know, when life hits you hard and, yes. and sometimes you don't know if you want to trust God, you know, you, you just have to keep that faith yes. with him. I had got to so low that that mustard seed faith was just not going to do it, you know, mm. to really bring me out. I had to really declare God's promises over my life for real. I had to seek him on a whole new level, not, not just for what was before what I was believing you know coming through um, when I was 29 I received my first diagnosis of breast cancer when I was 47 I got my second diagnosis when I was 49 I got my third diagnosis and so that much it's like my faith got me through it 
but to receive a third diagnosis that was stage four, I had to have some bold faith, a different level of faith, you know, a different level of, of belief in God. And so even with all of that, and then to have Bishop, he's usually my sounding board. You know, he started off as my mentor and then my pastor. And, and all of that, we developed a very unique and close friendship. And so the times when I would normally call him, he wasn't there. So it was just I had to really, really draw on God all the way. So that's kind of uh, why this is all so important to me. It's just like living out the words that he's always been teaching us. You know, everything we need is in the kingdom. Even comfort, you know, from, from loss and, you know, faith to overcome. And God is not short on his promises. So, yeah. Wow, that's that's incredible. And can you talk a little bit more of how Bishop, how he really spoke to you the times when he was alive and how his words kept you going even through the triumphs with fighting cancer and continuing to create and to innovate with your candle making, the gift that God gave you of creating a business and making candles and sharing it to the world how did bishop how was how was he able to really speak to you bishop was a one-of-a-kind kind of individual and i would always tell him you know you have this unique ability to make people think they can do anything you know you be in his presence and you be like you know what i can because like yeah you can do it and you walk out there you can conquer the world and then you get home you're like wait a minute and you know but it, it, he always said that there is no lack in the kingdom and that everything we need is in the kingdom. Everybody in the kingdom has been given a unique gift. And if we use those gifts, they'll bring us before great men. You know, God is looking to show himself mighty. And so whenever he would see, he was so keen at seeing the potential in everybody. And he truly saw people the way God saw them. You know, and he was always one of those people that would, if you were struggling or something, he wouldn't talk about how you felt. There's been times when he would just be silent. He was like, okay, well, Bishop, what you got? Like, God ain't gave me nothing. You know, he's very careful not to put his own thoughts and beliefs into a situation. He would always seek God and give you what he felt like God was giving him. And so there were times when uh, I remember when I was telling him about my diagnosis, and he looked, and you know, when Bishop care and love, he loves and cares deeply. And because we all have those moments when we have those, you know, but God moments. And that, that was one of the reasons um, he and I, because sometimes, you know, to be honest, you don't always feel like praying. You don't always feel like talking about it. You just need somebody that spiritual and has that anointing that even in your lowest, you still know you're in the presence of God. And he had the unique ability to keep us focused on God. No matter what we're doing, no matter what we're going through, God sees and God cares. And God can do anything but fail. And in every situation, he would say, you know, you believe God? You're spiritual, right? You know this is warfare, right? You know you can do this, right? And, and it was simple, practical things that anybody, it wasn't, see, what I loved about him is he wasn't a religious man. He was truly a kingdom man. So he had the ability to connect with you right where you are and give you the word where you can apply it, understand it, and keep going. And it was all, just take the next best step. That's all you got to do, man. God waiting on you, he got you. And, and he was big on praise and worship. Sometimes just sing a song. Sometimes just listen to it. And just, you know, I remember his, like, one of his last posts, he was listening to this song, and he said, we're going to be all right. And I often go there. 
and just listen to it and see him. And I'm like, okay, we're going to be all right. So how has the Bold Faith Candle Company really uh, meditated to you um, just from the very beginning to now? What is what has been the biggest, like, diff, not difference, but the biggest change from the beginning of where you started with the Bold Faith Candle Company to now, um, where you are now? Um, in the beginning, well, I'll even use Dimmick Candle. When I first started, it was just about, using, you know, just making candles because I loved candles. And it was good. But this time, every candle in the collection is a story of my spiritual growth in God. Every single candle has a story, and I share their story online because if God has given me the gift, then I owe it to Him to give Him the glory. And so my goal is to be an encouragement to everyone. And each and every time I fulfill an order, I pray over that order. It's like ministry for real, and it has become, you know, a lot of times we think ministry is about being in the pulpit, uh, being on the radio, but we all have a gift and a purpose. And I was like, God, how can I represent the kingdom effortlessly? Because when I'm making candles and stuff, I'm like in a different zone. I have my worship music going. And so it really has become like my form of ministry. That wherever it lands, it's going to it's gonna be a place where people are instantly think about God. Because the sayings and the scriptures and the references, if, it, if, they're, if you're having a bad day and you got but God burning, it doesn't matter what you're smelling, but you see the word of God. And we have to, and, that, and even people who come into your home, it's like you're witnessing and ministering without saying a word. And that's mm-hmm. the goal, is to always keep uh, God in, in the forefront of our hearts. Yeah. Wow. Well, well, well Miss Ms. Denman, thank you so much. Um, we appreciate you. We love you, you. here at Kingdom War. Yes. And um, be sure to go get yourself a bold faith candle. Um, where can we find your, um, your products at? boldfaithcandles.com that's boldfaithcandles with an s dot com make sure to go to boldfaithcandles.com and get yourself a bold faith candle each candle has a story each candle has a message that you may need in order to change your life for the better we'll be right back with another vendor here on connect talk with kingdom war church we'll be right back Welcome back, Kingdom War Church and Connect Talk community. It's your host, Anthony Council, part of Connect Talk with Omni Jawar. Hope you guys are ready for another fantastic interview. We have the very stylish, very follicle, Miss Angel. Yes, Angel, with with the E, that's a three, right? Mm-hmm. We did talk about that. Okay. In yes, two G's. In two G's, in two G's, in two G's. Miss Angel, welcome to Connect Talk. How are you doing today? doing good today how about you i'm doing good i'm doing good you know today is not only the day that the lord has made but also today we're supporting out all the vendors that came out for us to support you guys on the businesses that you guys have been doing and the work that you guys have been putting out and putting in day in and day out so if you could tell us the viewers a little bit about your business that you have started when you were 17 Actually, I started my business when I was 15. 15? I'm sorry. Yes, that, that's my bad. 15. Excuse I'm me. 17 now. Okay. Um, I started my business at a very young age. The moment I feel like I realized where I was like, okay, I want to do hair was, I want to say my eighth grade year. 
to where my mom stopped paying for my hair salons. We went through like a big traumatic, like we just like, financial situation. But it was like always me. Like I was always different, and I couldn't. My natural hair, I just went natural, and I'm in love with it. But I was permed at first, and I didn't like it. It was just something that wasn't me. It didn't feel right. And so I would always keep my hair braided or something. And my mom would stop paying for my hair style. She was like, you're too expensive. <laughs> and so I had to learn how to do hair. And it was like something about that. It just made me feel like, I don't know. I felt like it was like a part of me that I was able to do and release and express my way of it. And I felt like I struggled so much with, like, with self-doubt, you know, really just growing up in today's society. It's like a hard. And so self-confidence was lack. I lacked it at all. So when I feel like when I did my hair, I got to express myself, and it boosted my confidence. And that's why I really enjoy doing hair, because it's like, I can take somebody who don't have confidence, and when I do their hair, they got a million and one confidence. And it's like, I like to see that. Like, you know, building everybody up, men, women, elderly kids. It's something I enjoy. Just like, I have a lot of kids come to me, talk to me, and tell me how they, oh, well, I don't feel like it looks right, or I don't feel like I feel in the school and all that. And it's like, just to see that I'm able, just by doing something God blessed me with, it really touches me, and it really makes me feel like what am I doing is for a purpose like my prices the highest my prices ever go for somebody is about 200 I know a lot of stylists they may charge three and four hundred only reason I feel like I really do is because it's like I get more off of not just prices I get my money off of being joyful and happy that I was able to make somebody else happy like the stylist the girl I did yesterday she got soft locks her birthday Tuesday and she was just like I go to Grand Perry actually shout out to her because she 14 is in the 10th grade okay big shout out yes sir and she was just like, you know, she was nervous. And she was like, it's hard growing up being 14 in high school. You know, and yeah. it's like, I like the fact that I can talk to my clients and really help them boost their energy. And, you know, just by me doing their hair and me talking to them. So I also gain friends and clients. That's awesome. That's all. Awesome. You guys heard it here first. 200 $200. <laughs> just just want you all to know it's, it's 200 200 right? That's the highest I go. That's the highest you go. Normally like 130 150 and that's her included. Included. So it's hard to find that, and, but yeah, it's her included. Everything, good work. Honestly, I'm very kid friendly. The highest I do ask that your kid is five. If not, <laughs> please be with them. <laughs> right. Because <laughs> yeah. sometimes they be dropping them off. But right. other than that, I just I like doing her. It's really where I find my space, and it's really where I really found God. Honestly, due to before I started doing her and all that, I was kind of lost. And like I say in my prayers, I be confused. I go through so many things. I've been through so many loss, heartbreaks, just like we're dealing with family. And hair was somewhere where I really found my inner God and was able to touch because it was just like he blessed me with this gift. Because you can't just wake up and be like, oh, I want to learn how to do hair. Because you can make keep practicing, but you're not really going to get it and be able. When you can just do it and it don't feel stressed. Like I can do, I do about like five hair today. My feet be pain, but it's like that next morning I wake up and be like, I can do it again. And it's just, I feel like it's God. That's the only person. Some people say, I'm giving up. I can't do this. My hands are tired. I don't. When I get out of school at 5, I'm starting to do hair. I do about two clients when I get out of school, a 5 o'clock and an 8 o'clock or a 9 o'clock. And it's like some people just didn't have that motivation. Like, I cut my hand, actually. You can still see it right here. Oh, I wow. cut my hand. Like, literally, I cut it off. It was, like, right here. Ooh. I cut all that off doing hair. And I'll never forget that. I had a client right after the client. I finished, and I cut my hand. We rushed me to the hospital. They was like, you can go to sleep. They got to numb me down. I did my next client because it was just something about me. It was like, I can't stop. This is what I love doing. This is where I find release. So, yeah, I had pain in my hand, but it was like doing that client hurt, I didn't feel no pain. Right. Because it was just like, this is what something God blessed me to do. This is what my call is. And that's it. I just, I can't, I can't ask for nothing more than just to do hair. So how do you continue to strive, continue to be a blessing to others when in this day and age, you know, society's 
really throwing everything at you. Being a 17-year-old, you know, being a 17-year-old queen specifically, you know. I can't, and I feel like I deal with it by, each, I just take it each day at a time, and each new client I get to see, or returning client, that smell makes me show me that, yeah, I'm doing what I need to do, forget what all y'all got to say, and it's just like seeing my clients smell, it's just really like, it touches me, like I feel like it touches anybody, like, I'm able to bless somebody, for real, because just the her change can change somebody's confidence, just the simple of just saying you worth it, or you look good, girl, or, you know, people like to be in cameras, taking pictures, and be like, okay, I look good, like, that changes so much, and like I said, I've had friends who did suicide and all that, and it's just it's, it's, it feels good to touch. So every time I can see somebody smile and make them smile, whatever society or outside people got to say, it just kind of throws them all out of the way. I mean, you heard it first. You you, you heard it here from the angel, Miss Angel. Um, where can we find more of your not only hair products but your business? Where where where, where can we find you? Instagram and Facebook. Um, my Instagram is braids by angel, which is the angel part is A N G G three L, and my Facebook is braids by space angel, but it's spelled A N G E L L. I always got to be different and unique, you know. That's true. That's true. That's true. So if you guys want to get your hair done, whether you're a male, female, and you want to boost your confidence as well, this is the one to go to. This is the person that you need to go to. She does this on a spiritual level. She does this for God and she loves it. Hey, great job. Thank you. And at 17 years old, you're, you're literally only going up from here. Keep the confidence. Keep, keep boosting your confidence every day. And don't let society tell you what you should or should not do. Thank you. Always. Well, we'll be right back after this short break. We're going to talk to Miss Anita Jawar um, about this incredible word that she had for us today here on Connect Talk with Omni Jawar. I'm your host, Anthony Council. We'll be right back with this quick and fantastic interview with Miss Anita Jawar. Hey guys, welcome back to Kingdom War, part of Connect Talk with Omni Jawar. I'm your host, Anthony Council, for today, and we just heard from two fantastic vendors today, part of the Sunday Social Services here at Kingdom War Church. Today we have another special guest, the woman of it all, um, who started this as well as her late great husband, Mr. Omar Jawar. We have Miss Anita Jawar. How are you doing today? I'm doing wonderful. How are you? I'm doing great. Uh, I, I listened into the word today um, as we were watching it um, online. It was beautiful about power. Um, I kind of want to talk to you a little bit about the word today before we go into um, uh, Sunday social services. So, power. Yes. Right? You talk about power. You talked about um, David. Um, what is. How can we get that power that God has for us um, in our everyday lives? The power is accessible to us all. Uh, we just have to know or know that it's accessible uh, and available by first believing on God, believing in God, believing uh, that he is. Uh, the word says it like this, that he is a rewarder of those that diligently seek him. So as we are seeking God, um, not necessarily his hand, but his face, we will be able to receive that power. 
So how does one seek his face whenever we are going through so many, so many things throughout the week? Because I know Sundays, Sundays are the days where you know, we go to church, we, we get you know, rejuvenated, and I'm so excited for the revival that you guys are having next week, uh, or this upcoming week. If you, guys, if you guys have not heard anything about the revival, please go to Kingdom War Church on Facebook um, and learn more about the revival. Come to the revival. It's a three-day event, three-day revival. Go to it. Enjoy it. It'll be on Facebook Live as yes. well. Um, uh, but, but let's get back on track. Um, how does one t- continue to consume that power when the world is just consumed with everything? That is so true. Um, it is the ideas, the images that shape our life. And so in that, we have to be intentional on the ideas and images that we look to from day to day. So what I mean by that, to drill down a little further, is what ideas are we harping on? that we are, that's motivating us, that's leading us into being uh, active adults or even young adults. Uh, um, And then upon that, what are we allowing? See, the word is is very simple, is that we have to choose how we're going to serve God. As the word says, choose this day whom you're going to serve. So it's a choice. God's not going to come down here and make us. And so every day we have a choice. Uh, we have to choose how we're going to do it. And in an instance, we could be in with God in one second and we could be out of God in the next second. Um, and so we, even in that, that very second, we have to say, okay, I submit my will to your will. God, even, and even when we don't submit our will, we fall down. The word quickly reminds us to get back up. We all have erred. We all have fallen short. Um, and so to stick with God from Sunday to Sunday, it is an intentional, trained mind, trained heart, uh, intentionally wanting to be in God's presence. And not necessarily like where you eliminate school or work or everyday activity, but really say whatever I'm doing, the word says it like this, that we are to pray without ceasing. So in other words, while we're doing our everyday life, we're living in our living but we are still ceasing before we're still going before god continually even like what if i'm driving if i'm whatever i'm doing i could be laughing having a good time you know whatever that is we're still in the very presence we don't just say uh for instance like the world says sometimes oh it's my birthday i'm gonna turn up i'm gonna turn out i'm gonna do all this well, even though in our birthday we still may turn up or turn out but we still remain with god so at any given moment, we live a life, or we should live our lives. At any given moment, God could come. He could send his son Jesus, or the world can end, have a way. Uh, or we could be caught up, or we could die, or God forbid. Uh, but whatever we're doing in that very moment, or leading up to that moment, defines our life. So, so staying in his presence throughout whatever we do. Yes. And it's hard. It's not an easy thing. It's, it's hard to stay in his presence when you just received a call that your loved one passed. It's hard to stay in your presence when you just got an eviction notice or your, your baby's due and you have no place to go. So all of those things are life. And so it's very hard. So even in those moments, we still have to say, but God, with, regardless of what's going on, God, you have me here in this position for a reason or this lifestyle. Uh, if we go and we look at the life of Job, uh, the devil came to God and said, you know, have, this is my servant Job. And God said, have you considered my, my servant Job? So in other words, you've been looking for him and you've been trying to get to him. But now I'm going to allow whatever the pain, whatever it is. Because in the pain, it produces promise. It produces purpose. So oftentimes we're going through the life journey, the hard day-to-day things. And we don't know that God is driving us to our purpose. 
of everything that he's trying to get out of us or get us to think. Because we wouldn't think this way had this pain not showed up, had this lifestyle not showed up, had we not gotten our way. If we would have gotten our way, we wouldn't even be thinking like this. We would have gotten our way and went on down the road. But because we didn't get our way, because this pain showed up, now we're having to grow and we're having to mature. And God is having to speak to us in a different place. So how can you turn that pain that you may feel, let's say losing a loved one, or getting laid off, how can you turn that pain into that power that you were speaking of? Uh, simple. That pain, uh, uh, it grows us closer to God. And what I mean by that, because we're so uh, um, down, we're so depressed, or we're so frustrated or angry, that brings us right into the very presence of God. Sometimes you think, oh, you're angry and you're frustrated and you're away from God. But that that's an emotion. God knows our humanity. He knows us. And so it drives us closer to say, God, I'm dealing with this issue. You see me. Hello, hello, hello. You see me. Now, what are you going to do about it? How are you going to heal me? And God begins to speak to us. When he speaks, when he is speaking to us, he is releasing that power in our lives for us to proclaim that we have a purpose for us to proclaim that we are overcomers, that we're more than conquerors. So we begin uh, to speak God's word back to him, even when we don't really fully know it or understand it. God, I don't fully know where I am or what's going on. All I know is, is that I looked it up in the scripture and you said that you would never leave me nor forsake me. Or I heard my grandmother say that you would be with me forever or whatever. Uh, uh, we're able to stand on that, even if it's a bit in peace, even if it's a bit in peace, uh, that we're able to stand on that. And even when we're not able to stand, we, have, we are surrounded by a cloud of witnesses. We're surrounded by loved ones that have gone on. We're surrounded by loved ones, family and friends that are yet here pushing us and letting us know and encouraging us that this is not the end of the thing. Even the hardest thing that could fall upon us, that's not the end of it. That there's still a greater purpose in us. God didn't take us, he left us here for a reason. And for that reason, as, as the young lady said earlier in service, is that Jesus came to give us life and he came to give it to us what more abundantly. Mm. So I, I, I heard you say, you know, um, we were pushing us to a purpose, right? Mm -hmm. And, you know, we've had, we, we, today we had a lot of people here, you know, pushing for a purpose and their purpose right. has been shown um, little by little. Mm -hmm. And maybe it is their purpose, maybe it's not, you know, um, with the Sunday social services, with um, all the vendors. Um, can you tell us a little bit about the Sunday social services today and how it went? Yeah, Sunday social services is a phenomenal idea. Uh, the late Bishop Omar and myself, we, we have a high five, and the high five model has the Sunday social services or have social services in, in it. What it is is that it's the social services that go out uh, beyond the church doors, goes out into community, whether it's feeding the homeless, clothing the naked, uh, whether it's um, being a help to a, a family member, a friend, uh, senseless violence. We do marches. Uh, it was so much that was done uh, in the in the social services part. And so Bishop and I said, why not do it on Sundays? And then why not do it and then go beyond Sundays? Why not incorporate this into our very ministry to where Sunday social services is just not about the church. It's not just about ministry because uh, if we're not feeding the homeless, because if we're, if we're not doing what God has commissioned us to do, it's like, for instance, if we want to go out and preach the gospel, but someone there is starving, they're not going to really hear you. Because when you're hungry, you don't really focus, you're not focusing on, oh, I need a word from God, I need prayer, I need, you know, yeah, I need prayer, but I need prayer for a meal. 
And so it was in our spirit to say, okay, let's go and feed first and then be able to socialize, then be able to minister. Because you can't minister to someone that's so broken where they can't hear you. If you were standing in a room naked, you don't want anyone to come and tell you, well, let's pray about it. Or let's, you know, or, or when I get back from praying, I'm going to give you a shirt. You're going to say, I want the shirt now. And then I can hear your word. Right. You know, or someone's standing in need, they need a, a bill paid, their lights are off. And, and we're preaching and we're ministering the whole time they're in services thinking, when I go back home, I have no electricity. My children are going to have to go back in into an empty apartment or to an empty home uh, or to a dark home because electricity is off. So if we're able to meet some of those needs, if not most of those needs, then it makes the gospel uh, almost irrelevant. Because if this God is so good and the gospel is so good, here am I, I'm going through the worst time of my life. And it seems like everybody is carrying on and going on. Um, I've been reaching out and you know, of course it's, it's trauma in everyone's life, but you know, may not, everybody's not a, on drugs or doing something wrong. Uh, some people are really working one, two, three jobs trying to make ends meet and having difficulty. So in the, it's in these times where we say, okay, let's go beyond the church doors. Let's go beyond ministering the pulpit. Let's go beyond prayer and let's go because prayer is the answer. So we're, while we're praying, God is saying, get up and go out and feed that person. Go out and pay that electric bill. Go out and help that person get into that home or help that person off the street or go to that prison and speak to that person because they're getting ready to be released. They need to know real world tactics. They need to have something to hold on and look forward to and not come back into uh, a world as a facade or really not know, you know what's going on. They've been in prison 10 or 15 years. It's not the same game as it was when they first was entered. So these are the conversations that we have and this is what the social services is really really about it's the heart of it it's really going out and going above and beyond to hear and to meet the needs of others and while we're doing that we are lifting up and supporting for-profits non-profits uh, entrepreneurs people who just said okay hey a light went off I want to do my purpose my purpose is to heal my purpose is to make cakes my purpose is to sell t-shirts whatever that may be is that we provide a way for the business to be spread abroad our community there's a way for us to help them, a helping hand. Not necessarily, none of them had to come in and pay a vendor booth. No one had to come in and give an offering, any of that. We actually sold into their business. That is beautiful. That's awesome. Um, I mean, you guys heard it here first from Pastor Anita Jawar. Uh, this is Connect Talk. I'm Anthony Council uh, with Omni Jawar as well. Thank you guys so much for listening to Connect Talk with Kingdom War Church. I hope you guys have a blessed day, a blessed Sunday as well. We'll be back here with Connect Talk this upcoming Saturday. Be ready for a word from Ms. Omni Jawar. It's going to be an incredible one. Hope you guys are ready to get your souls shaken and your flesh diminished. And um, just get ready for a good time as well as get ready for the revival this upcoming week starting Wednesday through Friday. Friday through Friday. Um, get ready for a fantastic word from amazing speakers, preachers, and um, as well as Miss Anita as well. Um, get ready. Get ready to rumble. It's going to be a great time. This is Connect Talk with Kingdom War Church. I'm Anthony Council, and for Omni Jawar, we will, guide, we will see you guys later. <laughs>